Ladies and gentlemen, live from coast of the Carolinas by way of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is the moment sports betting fans around the world have been waiting for. It's time! Introducing the Fistful of Cash Podcast! What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are tuned in the newest edition of the Fistful of Cash Podcast as always i'm your host dale living and we've got a special guest coming live from jeffrey epstein's cell soup what's going on man (laughs) oh that's fucked up (laughs) uh uh, nothing um madden the ea access dropped so i've been wasting my life away playing madden getting myself ready for the football season Oh, that's why you uh, haven't texted me back. All right. Yeah, for the most part. That's pretty much it. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a we have a card this weekend. It's a pay-per-view, should you choose to pay for it. Um, it is one that the UFC would like for you to pay to watch. Um UFC 240 taking place in Canada, the Tenth Island, as Max calls it, Max Holloway versus Frankie Yeager, third time's a charm. We're actually gonna get to see it. And it's the return of the cyborg herself. This is like Terminator five. Uh, the cyborg is back taking on the phenom Felicia Spencer really, uh, really hyped up coming off of her dominant win over Megan Anderson. Uh, so it's really about it. As far as this card goes, there's going to be some undercard value uh, at some point. Once the lines and the over unders come out, there's some fights that we're keeping an eye on going to be making some, creative plays this weekend however for the show we do want to cover the fights that are on the card we got some stuff lined up for you guys let's start with the first fight of the evening as far as the main card the i'm gonna pay for it person person ah portion there we go mark andre barrio taking on christoph jocko barrio sitting at 11 and 2 jotko at 20 and 4 uh, I'm sure you already know this suit, but Jotko is the favorite here. And he is sitting at minus 160 to Mark Andre Barrios minus or plus 130, rather, if I could freaking talk today. Plus 130. I like Jotko minus 160, and I still think that's a great price for him. I think uh, I think that's worth a heavy play. Um Barrio was exposed in his last fight. Um did not look good against Andrew Sanchez. Um I think I think Jocko wins this fight. I think he wins it decisively. And at minus 160, I think that's a great, 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 great line to get him at. Yeah, I'm with you. I actually got to see Jocko fight uh, when he was actually beating Uriah Hall. Uh, it was two years ago when they fought in Pittsburgh. And Uriah Hall ended up sleeping him. But I do like Jocko in this fight as well. Um Spoiler alert, I have a feeling this is probably going to be uh, a multi-unit play. Obviously, we will put – you just want to put the units on it now? Do you, is it minus 160? Minus 160, yeah. I mean, I, I'm i not thinking like five, but I'm thinking three. probably th- three. I'm thinking yeah. three for sure. Three because that, Yeah, that's like three with a 1.9 return. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I think I, if I had to guess, I'd probably say he wins this probably by unanimous decision. Um, I think the year off that he took, you know, really helped, but, uh, yeah, I think a three unit play on Jock cause here's a good, here's a good play. Yeah. He's just got better quality. I mean, he's got, he's got more experience, obviously sitting at 24, but he's just faced better opponents, man. Um, the, my, you know, it, it's one of those things where I would really, uh, you know, this is going to be a test in, in terms of, like you said, with the year off, um, but recently fighting, you know, in, in April of this last year, looked really good in his return against Alan Emadovsky. Uh, I This is a fight that he should win. So, you know, minus 160. I like it. Multi-unit play. Three three units. I'm, I'm great with that. So let's move on to the next fight. We've got... <clears throat> man, I am freaking suffering here today as far as my ability to speak. Olivier Aubon Mercier taking on... Armand uh, Sarukian. Sarukian sitting at 13 and 2. OAM is sitting at 11 and 4. Sarukian is the minus 200 favorite soup. I think that Sarukian's getting a lot of love uh, from odds makers on this fight, but that's based off of outside the UFC performance and the way he looked against the super talented Islam Makachev. Uh, and also you can sort of piggy that, piggyback that with OAM being on a two-fight skid. So what do you – I mean, I think they've got this one dead to rights. I'm not even sure how much of this I'm even wanting to make a play on. What do you think? Yeah, um, it's weird. So the first two fights we covered, OAM was actually on that Pittsburgh card as well. Uh, I think he fought – I think it was Tony Martin is who he fought, and he won mm, – unanimous maybe split decision i can't remember but he did win by decision um but oams look like shit against alex uh, alexander hernandez and gilbert burns in his last two fights he's boring this will probably be the fight on the main card i mean if you pay for it you're not going to want to turn you know change your channel but this would be the fight to take your pee break or do whatever you need to do during because i don't expect any excitement out of this fight um probably wait for the, the rounds to come out. It's probably going to be two and a half and the over is probably going to be favored, but I think we both agree going over two and a half is more than likely going to be the play on this. Yeah. I mean, the over two and a half might sit at minus minus one fifty. in which case it's going to give you better that's value. Fine. Yeah. So that'll probably be the play if that's what it sits at, but going from anticipating it, seeing the distance to probably as close to a guarantee as it's not going to as possible. Jeff Neal taking on Nico Price. Jeff Neal 11 and 2. Nico Price 13 and 2. Nico Price known far and away as a finisher does not like to get the judges involved at all and has said all week leading up to this fight, don't blink, it's going to be over fast. I think the play uh here, you know, if you're looking for a play like that uh to be the, you know, sort of the antithesis of the of the other play that we're talking about it's going to be this this fight right here i still like jeff neal and he's a heavy favorite in this fight though so he'll be sitting at minus 335 on most books yeah i mean you're spot on with nico price the guy hasn't seen a decision in his time with the ufc and that's what once eight fights and right. he hasn't seen a decision yet 
Um, he actually hasn't seen a third round yet. So, uh, beat the piss out of Tim Means. Yeah. I, I know it's going to be one and a half, and the under is probably going to be a huge favorite. And what do you say Neil's coming in at? Minus 330. Minus 330. Jeez, oh, man. Uh, I, I wish you could bet, like, what fight's going to be performance of the night. Or fight of the night, play. yeah. <laughs> this, should, this should be the fight. Like. Right. Because <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be sheer excitement. You know, the 30 seconds it lasts or, you know, the 10 minutes, it, whatever it is. Um, I'd be... Just betting the fight ends by knockout. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Neil by knockout. I guess we see what those odds come out at. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to come. It's, I mean, it, it's, it'll be your best chance at sort of bringing the line down. Yeah. Um, but even then, it might not see that much movement. My, the big test for Neil here is going to be whether or not he can maintain the one thing that has really made him stand out so far, and that is his grace under fire. He is as cool and calm and calculated of a customer as you're ever likely to see. And Nico Price, you know, lives in the chaos. Um, mm-hmm. So he he's going to want to bring that just madness to Neil. And it's going to be up to him to stay the course, um, you know. But what's that what, What's that saying? What was um, calm seas never made for good sailors. And I think if I think that holds true in this fight. Jeff Neal needs to get through a guy like Nico Price, and he needs to do so decidedly to see where he stands in a very crowded welterweight division. Uh, I would love to see him move forward here, dispatch Nico in a very convincing fashion, and then maybe start cracking into these top 15 through 11 welterweights and see where he stands, man. I think it's going to, I definitely think the guy's got the talent for it. Um, be interesting to see where he goes. Now, losing to Price, however, is going to be a step back. Um, it's going to be a while before you see a guy like Neil, if he were to lose this fight, be able to rebound and start get, landing those top 15 opponents, unless it was on a short notice kind of pickup. So be interesting to see, man. There's there's more on the line here than the UFC is making a, a story out of. So uh, I like Jeff Neal in this fight, though, minus 330, and I think him by knockout's a great play see what that comes in at but let's get into the co-main event of the evening like i said the return of chris cyborg 20 and 2 taking on felicia spencer sitting at 7 and 0 felicia spencer like i alluded to earlier beat megan anderson recently and then chris cyborg first fight back after the amanda nunez loss um cyborg on some sites i'm seeing her as high as or you know minus 500 so i've got her minus uh, minus seven twelve. Exactly. So I yeah. No 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 real um surprise when it comes to this kind of stuff. You know, Felicia Spencer even got tagged up by Megan Anderson before the takedown and the submission happened. I'm not sure Felicia Felicia Spencer can do that to Cyborg. Um I think Cyborg first round knockout. That's just sort of my opinion. I'm not trying to let yeah. I'm not trying to let the cat out, but I still think Cyborg and it's a, it you should be able to find that exact play on most books come Friday Saturday 
you should be able to find Cyborg in round one. That should be an actual. And you know what the crazy thing is? That's still probably going to be like a minus 200, minus 250. Yeah, probably. I, she's but this is her last fight on contract too right correct correct Oof. and um it's a contract fight it is a contract if fight. she wants well it. i don't if she wants it i, I mean she's she... getting a contract regardless well i think if she, she said she's if done. she accepts it yeah exactly that's that's what i'm saying she i mean the, the contract's there to be had it's just whether or not yeah. she has a change of heart and decides to come back with amanda nunez i mean no longer in the division no, I mean, Nunez is still around. She's not. She's not going anywhere. Um, I think the play for Cyborg is is win this fight and then go to Ryzen or one FC. I can see her going to either one of those markets. Um, Cyborg has not gotten any love in her UFC tenure, despite being the world's premier MMA or you know uh, organization. You take her someplace like Asia, man. She's a superstar. So you don't think Nunez will stay at Bantamweight? You think she'll fight Featherweight? She's got to, I believe. She's not going to vacate that belt. I mean, who she she could, unless she, I mean, I don't know. I honestly think she she feel, looks better like, at 145, healthier, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It'll be interesting. It's, a, it's such a crapshoot with you know, double champs. Well, it's also that they made a division out of something. They basically essentially made a division for cyborg. Um, right. and now she's going to end up leaving and there's only a handful of women that can even fight at 145. So, you know, it's almost like, well, it's almost like heavyweights for men. It's essentially what the featherweight division is for women. You gotta, I mean, those women are not small to fight at 145 pounds. That's a big, mm-hmm. pick, you know, it's pretty big. So, and then to be an athletic 145, you know, it's one thing for a woman to have meat on her bones, but they carry their weight different than men. And to be 145 pounds and be in shape as a fighter, that means that if you weren't in shape and just doing your thing, you know, living your, living your best life, you you know, you'd probably be sitting way higher than that. So 145 pounds in shape as a fighter, that's a, you know, as far as women go, that's a bigger woman in the off season if you will so i can't imagine the talent pool worldwide is real deep with super athletic 145 pound women that want to punch each other in the face i just don't see it so you know nunez leaving that division would kill it who do you have her fight or who do you you know the the only people that are up there are 135ers that they're trying to move up to give title shots to yeah like i would like just i know you I mean, it's not an insult, but name 10, name 10 women featherweight fighters. Go. Uh, man. And then that's, that's, <laughs> that's my point. I know. And that was, like, yeah, I, I know. I know what you're saying. And that's what happened whenever they instituted the flyweight division for men until these guys trickled in from other organizations. The, the men's flyweight division was a round robin of four guys fighting each other to see who the champion would be. You know, people forget that. That's how they did, they started the flyweight division. We're just going to have a little tournament with winners. I'm not even going to – I just looked up women's featherweights. Yeah. There's probably not even a top 15 ranking on the on the UFC's website. No. I'm I'm, – I'm, dude, uh, hmm. there's maybe five names I, I've heard of. Right. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Nunes has to stay, or they dissolve yeah. the division. So they were about which is that, that's what I'm getting at. I, that's I mean, here's the thing: you keep you keep Nunes there, you're feeding her scrubs nonstop. Eventually, it's almost it, it almost makes sense for them to dissolve the division. Yeah, I'd be all about it too. To be honest with you, it doesn't it's just yeah. it's, it's another thing. They're never going to put them on a pay per view headliner. Uh, right. not, not again anyway. And, you know, unless you're going to have it headline an ESPN card, what's the point? Just let it go. So, all right. Main, main event, Max Holloway coming back after his brutal fight with Dustin Poirier, taking on Frankie Edgar, third times a charm. Frankie Edgar, 23, six and one Max Holloway at 20 and four. Can Max Holloway return to form as far as featherweight goes and put on the, the, the beating and continue the featherweight streak that has been nothing short of awe-inspiring for the last several years. Max Holloway sitting at minus 375. Frank Yeager plus 285. I, I think we're in agreement here that Max Holloway wins this fight. Um, I I guess maybe the only parody would come in how this fight gets won. Um, my suggestion for the fight, a 10-unit play on Max Holloway. I mean, if you have it, I mean, so what? Just a max bet, then? Literally a max bet on max? Yeah, I, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think he gets Frankie out of there. I don't know what Frankie brings to the table that Max can't handle unless Poirier did so much damage to Max that Frankie's able to crack him and hurt him. Um, you know, my- even with the damage that Poirier did to Holloway. Frankie Edgar's not going to win a decision. If Frankie Edgar's going to win this fight, he's going to have to finish it inside the distance. And we obviously know that Max Holloway can handle wrestling. There, There's no question about that. As far as takedown defense, there's no question about that. And I don't – if Dustin Poirier's not going to get Max Holloway out of there with how much damage he did to him, Frankie Edgar's not knocking Max Holloway out. Um, I'd like to – I'm listen, I'm agreeing with you. I think you're right i just you know the more i think about this fight the bigger the mismatch it seems you know max uses his range so well he's so accurate his cardio is on pace with frankie so frankie can't outpace him frankie's not going to out wrestle him frankie's not going to you know old man strength him he doesn't have one punch knockout power it's literally going to be one of those things that you know how does Max's body respond to the Poirier fight? That's the question. He took a ton of damage in that fight. This will be his first fight back since then. Um, Max has been talking like he's got a mouthful of oatmeal for the last couple years now, which has got me worried about his brain. However, every time I talk to myself like that, Max Holloway comes out and he puts on the performance of a lifetime, like he did against Brian Ortega. It's going to be super interesting to see how Frank Yeager responds when he gets hit in the face 80 times in the first two and a half minutes. Exactly. He hasn't seen a pressure. I mean, unless you've fought Max Holloway, you haven't seen a pressure like Max yeah. Holloway. You haven't seen precision like Max Holloway. Right. It's the His stand-up game is just second to none. He's, it's freaking unbelievable. Yeah. And – Damn it! If he doesn't have a hell of a chin, yeah. I, that 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 uh, even his performance against Dustin Poirier, yes, he lost, but the fact that he was still standing up right after that fight was incredible. Well, the difference in that fight was 
Max did everything that Max does. The only the, the difference was is that Poirier was landing the harder shots. So when he was when he right. was hitting Max, he was hurting him. Now, right. but Max did everything that he normally does. He puts a pace on you. He hits you a thousand times. He wears you down. The problem with that was is Max would hit him two, three times. Poirier would hit him once and damage would get done. And it was like, oh, now we're seeing something a little bit different. Somebody's able to damage Max. Um, where before it seems like everybody's come out and they've tried to do things that have been incorrect, right? We're going to wrestle him. That doesn't work. We're going to try to submit him. That doesn't work. We're going to try to go strike for strike with him. That doesn't work. If you want to beat Max Holloway, you have to turn him into a bloody stump like Poirier did, or you're going to have to separate him from consciousness. You know, that's really about it or tap him out, but it's going to, it has to be a decisive finishing act. You're not going to decision Max Holloway like that. You know, you, you, and especially a guy with Frankie Edgar's unique talents and abilities. And that's not to take anything away from Frankie Edgar. He's a super talented dude, but he does he's not going to have range here. So that's not going to be an advantage. He's not going to have wrestling, not an advantage. He's not going to have the cardio. So where does Frankie Edgar get it done? That's normally how he gets it done. None of those are going to be at his disposal this time. I think it's a super mismatch. I think the Felicia Spencer cyborg line should look a lot more like this line and this line should look a yeah. lot more like the Felicia Spencer cyborg line. That's what I, I that's I think minus 375 on all the way here is unbelievable. Like if obviously I'm not Vegas and I'm not making lines, but if you would have asked me without seeing a line, I would have had Max Holloway like a minus minus five fifty minus six hundred. I I just I don't see him dropping two in a row and especially not returning to his weight class. You know, I just yeah. This is I, the featherweight equivalent of John Jones versus Anthony Smith. It's a matchup that is just like I don't, I can't see how this is going to turn out to be competitive. Yeah, I just, I don't see it. I just don't see it. Uh, but we'll see Friday night or Saturday night, rather. Uh, you know, Frankie Edgar believes himself. Mark Henry, all those guys believe in himself, believe in him. You know, we'll see what happens. See if Edgar can get that champ champ status. But that's it, guys. Um, like I said, follow us on Instagram, Fistful Cash Podcast, and we're gonna put some creative plays up there this weekend for the undercard fights. If you haven't already done so, leave us a review on iTunes. Figured out what was going on, man, with our iTunes reviews. I didn't realize that this was a thing. I don't, I'm still not even certain, but I'm trying to figure it out. It looks like the most recent reviews we've been getting have been from our brothers up north in Canada. So the Canadian hmm. reviews don't seem to be showing up on iTunes for whatever reason. However, if you go to various other platforms that include iTunes reviews, they're there. That's weird. It is weird, right? That's really strange. Yeah, I thought so too. But if you haven't left left us a review on iTunes, please do. Um, you know, if you've got any sort of value out of the show, whether it be entertainment or monetary, you know, that's the, the, the least, the bare minimum we're asking. Leave us an iTunes review, drop us a couple stars, tell us you like us. That's fine. If you don't like us, shoot us an email, fistful of cash pod at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram and talk shit to us on there, which plenty of you do. And I appreciate that as well. Uh, Let's do major. Let's do uh, top cities real quick, man. All I got. While you're looking those up, yeah. we are thirty days from football season. Thirty days. Florida, Florida versus Miami is the opener for college football this year. Florida at Miami. Florida minus seven is the line right now. Um, God, I just I can't wait, man. I hate like 
don't get me wrong. I like I love Saturdays. I love the fight night, but this whole just baseball and tennis. Yeah, yeah it's tough. I can't. I can't handle it. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's a bad sports time. Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah. Top countries: the U.S., Australia. Australia upset Canada this week. Um, so the U.S., Australia. Canada, the UK, Germany, Chile, New Zealand, Hungary, Spain, Europe, the Dominican Republic, Ireland, and Mexico. And then shout out top cities, Arlington, Texas, Victoria, Tempe, Arizona, Charleston, South Carolina, Las Vegas, Chicago, New Haven, Connecticut, London, State College, PA, Fayetteville, our homies in Coquimbo, whoever. Yeah, there's like a contingency <laughs> of people in Coquimbo, wherever that's at, that listen to us. Appreciate you guys. Richmond, Scottsdale, Arizona, Denver, and Salt Lake City, top cities this uh, this last week. Shout outs to some of our little hidden listeners here every once in a while. Cam Loops, British Columbia, I always shout you guys out. Um, let's see. Uh, Rancho Cucamonga, wherever that's at. Rancho Cucamonga, that's in California. Uh, Croydon, Philadelphia, Parkville, Southampton, Upland, Jamaica Plains, East Hartford, Connecticut. Let's see another. Let's see if I can't find a funny one. There's any other ones out here. Nashville, Roanoke, Texas. And, oh, Budapest. Hey, yo. My country people listening to us out there in Hungary, man. Huma, Louisiana, Kalamazoo, Michigan. All right, man. That's about all the I'm not I'm not gonna dig any deeper for for these things, man. There's just there's too many of them. Appreciate all the support, guys. That's all I got for this week. Talk to you guys on social media. If I don't talk to you, then I will talk to you next week. What do we have next week? Are there any fights next week? Am I missing it? Um when's the DC? When's two forty uh two forty one wouldn't be next week? No, there's not. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Robbie Lawler, Colby Covington. Yeah. Covington said Lawler's on steroids. Just throwing that out there. Colby Covington's a bitch. <sighs> Massive play on Robbie Lawler. <laughs> it's kind of- uh, more than more than like I hate Colby Covington, yeah. man. Like he is the definition of bitch made. I I can't stand that dude. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. I'll talk to you guys next week. Mickey Gall's on that card. <laughs> All right. (laughs) That's literally the only other name on that card. Oh, Clay Guida, Jim Miller. That's true. Can't believe the fights never happened until now. Get get that going. Jim Miller minus 180. 2019 brings us Jim Miller versus Clay Guida one, which it should be realistically probably Jim Miller versus seven. But 2019. All right, guys. As always, clear eyes, full fist, can't lose.